0: Our opening words this morning are by Denise Levertov called Talking to Grief. Ah, grief, I should not treat you like a homeless dog who comes to the back door for a crust for a meatless bone. I should trust you. I should coax you into the house and give you your own corner, a worn mat to lie on, your own water dish. You think I don't know you've been living under my porch. You long for your real place to be readied before winter comes. You need your name, your collar, and tag. You need the right to warn off intruders, to consider my house your own, and me, your person, and yourself, my own dog. Please join me in welcoming and listening to our musicians for our opening song.
1: The nearer your destination, the more you slip, slide, I know a man. He came from my hometown. He wore his passion for his woman like a thorny crown. He said, Dolores, I live in fear my love for you so overpowering i'm afraid i will disappear slip slide in away slip slide in away you know the nearer your destination the more you slip slide in away i know a woman became a wife These are the very words she uses to describe her life She said a good day ain't got no rain She said a bad day's when I lie in bed and think of things that might have been slip, slide, and away slip in away, you know the nearer your destination, the more you slip in away. And I know a father who had a son, he longed to tell him all the reasons for the things he'd done. He came a long way just to explain he kissed his boy as he lay sleeping then he turned around and headed home again He slip slide in slip sliding this plan The information's unavailable to the mortal man We work our jobs Collect our pay Believe we're gliding down the highway when in fact we're slip sliding away Slip sliding Slip sliding away The no, the, the nearer your destination The more you slip sliding away Slip sliding
0: Welcome to the Washington Ethical Society. I'm Laura Solomon, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I'm so glad you're with us this morning, whether you're joining us here in the room or joining us on Facebook. Visitors and guests, we hope that you got a blue name tag so that we can welcome you and answer any questions you might have. We love talking about why this community is so important to us, and we'd like to hear from you what you're looking for. We hope you'll join us after the platform service for coffee and cookies in the lobby and social hall. Also, please consider sharing your email with us on the gold sheet in your program so we can add you to our mailing list. You can drop it in the collection basket as it passes later in the platform service. I want to remind you to please silence your electronic devices so that you can be fully present this morning, although we'd love it if you could check in on social media first. And now I invite Shayla Bokum, who serves as one of our pastoral care associates, to read our statement of purpose so that we might hear our shared values in each other's voices.
2: The Washington Ethical Society is a humanistic congregation that affirms the worth of every person. We strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. With faith in human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capacities. We joyfully celebrate together and support each other through life. We nurture a sense of reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. We invite you to join our community of children and adults as we work for a world where love and justice cross all borders.
0: Thank you, Shayla. As Shayla lights our community candle, I invite you all to join me in the candle lighting words. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. Each week, we ring this bell in solidarity with people around the world. Today, as we remember our own beloved dead, we remember those who were killed by violence. We light a candle for George Peck, who in 1880, at age 22, was lynched by a mob in Poolsville, Maryland, for an alleged assault on a white girl. Today, in Poolsville, the Montgomery County Lynching Memorial Project, of which Wes is a partner, will hold its first soil collection ceremony at the site of the lynching as a way to remember and help to heal our country's history of racial violence. I hold George Peck in the light of our collective memory. As we listen to the chime, let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us hold in our hearts all that hurts in the world. And let us commit ourselves to all that calls for our work and our love.
2: This is our Remembrance Day, a day in which we bring into our shared space the names and lives of those we have lost, whether over the last year or many years ago, whether through death or through the twists and turns of life that can keep people finally from relationship with us. On this Remembrance Day, we will have candles and poetry, sing songs, and speak names aloud. And we will create together something precious. I want to invite Gail Danley to begin by sharing a poem with us.
3: Good morning. The great singing diva, Whitney Houston, had a funeral that lasted four hours on CNN. Well, I know whose funeral won't be televised. The cafeteria lady from your high school, mashed potatoes and the ice cream scooper gave you a little extra because hunger fell off you like steam, like butter, and she saw you. What about the librarian who never made you memorize the Dewey Decimal System, but always saved the best book for you cause hunger clogged your eyes, but not your brilliance. And she saw you, she saw you. Well, what about the bus driver who never ducked the Hulk Hogan lunch boxes thrown at his head and kept on driving through the bloody cacophony of fifth grade agony? He looked at you in the rear view and drove you just four inches closer, just four inches closer to home cause the bully waited six inches behind the bus. What about the nurse (laughs) who promised you at the miscarriage that the needle wouldn't hurt? But it did. And she held your hand and she would not relinquish the grip gave you a sticker when it was all over but what you wanted to do was hold her ivory face and, and kiss all the blush off and fill all the hypodermics with the 17 seconds of strength she loaned you an od on her smile What about the usher at church? What about the teacher who stayed after school to help you with your algebra and your loneliness? What about your first kiss and your last kiss? And the counselor who helped you dream of college? (laughs) And the financial aid lady who helped you go there? The waiter who gave you a tip? Crossing guard. The manicurist who told you to leave him and pressed your bloody cuticles in a bowl of warm forgiveness, fear breaking off of you like a chipped nail. Where is her four hours on CNN? Her casket made of gold, cameras rolling like shovels of dirt, rich, singing.
2: attention this month. This month in November, we are paying attention to the world around us, to our own selves, to the way we open our arms to others. And this morning, on Remembrance Day, we pay attention to grief. I love the poem that Laura began our morning with this morning, that Denise Levertoff poem that likens grief to a dog pawing at our door. Let me make you my own dog, grief. We are so often in our society invited to push past grief to pretend everything is fine. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Keep on moving. And so to have days like today, moments when we invite ourselves to pay attention to the losses in our lives, those are precious days. The paying attention to loss, of course, invites us to pay attention to the person, to the cafeteria lady, and the nurse, to pay attention to all of the people in our lives, those whose names will be forever etched on our hearts and written in our family photo albums, and those whose names we cannot quite remember anymore, but who saw us at just the right moment, who themselves paid attention to who we were. I read an article the other day in Teen Vogue. As you may know, Teen Vogue has become the beacon of all that can be right in America, articles about justice and beauty and the world we want. This article told us that it is healthy and good to speak aloud to those who have died. To speak aloud our wishes and our anger and our disappointment and our love, and simply our day, (laughs) what we have been paying attention to today, to speak those words out loud to those we have lost. Often when we lose someone, we imagine that it is the end of our relationship with them, and indeed they are there, there is a, a piece of that. They are unlikely to answer back when we speak aloud. And yet we, we hold the power to continue paying attention, to speak and to remember. I have heard the saying that there are three times of death First, when you die and leave this world. Next, when no one alive still remembers you living. And third, when no one speaks your name. I particularly love the children's movie Coco which invites us into a family's story of Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, and into their remembering and their forgetting, their reclamation of lost ancestors. In the context of the story, ancestors can come back and visit with beloved family only if their pictures are on the ofrenda only if their names and their stories are spoken aloud. And so the story invites us through the remembering and reclaiming. Here at WES, we remember names as well in our own ways. Each year for Remembrance Day, I place the leaves on our tree of memory, our beloved dead, their names not forgotten. Each year as I place one more leaf than the year before, I remember the losses We hold them together in this space. We pay attention to those names etched forever on our heart and to those whose names we cannot quite remember, but who paid attention to us. This is our morning to pay attention.
1: I thought when someone died, the spirit flew. Now I see death will leave behind A scrap of light, a broken smile The remembrance of which I might be healed The dead lift me up In brightest sky, the clouds below me raise the dead lift me up I see I see them face to face held high by these strong hands breathing the wind I am born Scott. My str- Good.
2: I invite you now into a time of meditation, our Remembrance Day meditation. This time will lead us into silence and music and then an opportunity to choose a lit candle at the back and to bring it forward and share a name if you choose and place the candle on our table. Take a moment first to settle yourself in your seat. Take a breath and let it out. Allow yourself to be here in this moment. Close your eyes, if you would like, or soften your gaze. Take another deep breath and let it out. I invite you now to call to mind someone lost to you. someone beloved and dear, or someone who simply paid attention at the right time. Bring into your mind's eye their face. Perhaps you can remember how they looked when they smiled or when they frowned. Invite in the sound of their voice. The phrase they always said. The groan-inducing joke the words of comfort. Invite in all of them. Expand your heart and your mind to hold the fullness of who they were. Surely not only good, but complicated, Perhaps the relationship held threads of tension. Let them into. Welcome in the whole of the person you lost. Once you hold them in your mind and your heart, I invite you now to shift, to think more deeply of that in them which you admired. Perhaps it felt like many things, perhaps just a few. See if you can distill down what it was you wish to carry forward. Their kindness, their passion, their strength or their silliness. Catch on to that thread and hold it tight. Imagine holding it right in your hand with you, part of you.
1: before my eyes.